With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Welcome to this episode of the USCOC On Air. This is a public outreach for the U.S. Conference of Chaplains, our live internet radio program and podcast. Our aim is to provide an opportunity to help strengthen your personal ministry as well as the conference through training, networking, interviews, and interactions surrounding chaplaincy. Our website is uscoc.org. Our programs are based on what we do and don't do as Christian chaplains and chaplain assistants. We will discuss with you and we will pray for you. We will advocate for getting back to the basics in Christendom, but we will not bash any other intentional faith community in order to do it. We will not proselytize. We are now varying from our usual format, which has centered around training in past episodes. The last four episodes have been interviews. This is the fifth, and ours is a ministry of presence, so here we are. As I'm fond of saying, chaplaincy equals availability. I'm your host, Chief Chaplain Alex Brandon. And today, and we're recording this, by the way, on October 23rd, 2019, today our guest is... Well, I call her a friend. She's at least an acquaintance, a lady that I've known for about eight years. We see each other a couple times a year at different events. Um, She is a musicianary. This lady is a Dove Award winner, um, a gospel singer for many years, especially Southern gospel music. Um, Her website is MissLily.com. And, of course, I'm talking about Miss Lily Knowles. Lily, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much for being here today. Oh, well, thank you for having me. This is wonderful. <laughs> and it's, it's M-I-S-S-L-I-L-L-I-E.com because you can that, spell Lily a whole bunch of different ways. So I always feel like to say that. Yes, that's a good idea. And I was going to respell it later on. That's a good idea because not everybody spells Lily the same way, that's for sure. Um, I I don't want to presuppose uh, what you might have to say, and I don't want to steal any of your thunder, so I'm going to ask you to just start by maybe giving a brief thumbnail of your life, your your family, your your music ministry experience. Wow! I mean, you know, it doesn't... (laughs) You, this isn't going to get transcribed or anything, but um, no, okay. Some 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 people who will listen to this may not know who you are, and that's why I, that's why oh, I start no. with with that. Well, I was born April 30, nineteen thirty eight, which means I'll be eighty two. My birthday coming up, and I grew up in the church. My mom says church was the first place um, I ever went in life, and I grew up there on the on the pew next to her because remember in those days there wasn't a thing as children's church. 
We actually had right. to sit inside inside the auditorium next to our parents, and we had to be quiet. And so, at a very young age, I don't ever remember not loving the Lord, but at a young age, um, um, because my mom and the messages I would be listening to, I learned that I was a sinner. We're all born in sin and shaped in iniquity, and that I needed to ask Jesus to come and live in my heart, which I did at a very young age. And and he's still there. And I I was living in Fort Smith, Arkansas, where I was born. At 12, my dad passed away. We moved to Seattle, Washington. And that was the first time I had ever attended an integrated school, which was different. <laughs> and uh, was part of a big, wonderful church and the choir. I even played for the choir. And it was just a, a great life growing up with all the young people and hearing the messages. And I hated the rain in Seattle. I hated it. <laughs> so I said when I grew up, I was going to, when I graduated from high school, I was going to move away. And I did. I moved to San Jose, California. Had never been there. Just had seen it from the freeway when I had driven to L.A. once. And it was... Uh, it was a great move. I had gone from working, uh, being, after graduating from high school, I went to work at the telephone company. I wanted to work 30 years. I'd get a nice retirement, and I'd still be young. But at 20, um, then I was engaged to be married, and I knew it was not God's will. But I knew that if I stayed there, I would probably go ahead and marry him because all of the girls married guys were in the service. Uh, we had Fort Lewis and Bremerton Naval Shipyard, so we had guys at our church all the time, and every girl right. got involved and got married, and, and I was going to do the same thing, but I knew that it was not God's will. So I asked my supervisor at the telephone company if I could transfer. She uh, said she'd put it in. Three weeks later, she came back and said if I could be there in in two weeks that I had been accepted. So I had to tell the guy that we would not be married. And as a runaway bride, I, I moved to San Jose, California, became a member of a great church. We had a huge choir, and we sang all over. And, and they, they mentioned that there was going to be rehearsal on Monday nights in Oakland, California, for a mass choir. And so every Monday we'd drive up and have rehearsal. And, and one night uh, Edwin Hawkins came and said, I was looking through the hymn book the other night and I saw a couple songs that I kind of rearranged. And so we're going we're gonna to learn them. And one of them was, Oh, Happy Day. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so exciting. We had that recording. It was a two-track ampix. Uh, we were on one track, and the, the soloists would all be on another. We uh, had the record uh, pressed, so we every Monday night we would take records and sell them for five dollars, bring the money back, and take some more. And we were going to go to um, a competition on the East Coast. We came in second, but when we came back, a company wanted to talk to us about um, producing it and having it go around the world. And a hippie in San Francisco was throwing away records in the the back part of a warehouse. And he saw the picture of the black choir, put it on the um, 
the uh, player, and Oh Happy Day was number one. And he ran down to the radio station and said, play it. And the rest is history. <laughs> it was number one around the world, and we were able to travel all over and sing that song. We only sang Christian songs with all the top groups. We were with everybody who was out there at the time, Tom Jones and Hup, Engelbert Humperdinck and Joe Cocker and Blood, Sweat, and Tears and Diana Ross we traveled with. It was, it was a wonderful life. And then I... Um, felt the call of God to move to Hawaii to be a missionary. People would say, yeah, right, huh? <laughs> so I was over there <laughs> 10 years. 10 years I lived in beautiful Hawaii with a ministry called the Waikiki Beach Chaplaincy. We had services on the beach every Sunday. And so I would be out there singing in the sand. And it was a great a great time of ministry, I assure you. People are more relaxed when they're on vacation. So they would hear the gospel. We set up instruments and sound system around people, and many came to know Jesus. One day I got a call from uh, Bill Gaither saying, we sat around the piano a few weeks ago and just sang some of the old songs, and I think we're going to do it again. Would you like to be a part? <laughs> and so I was able to become a part of the Gaither Homecoming videos. And by the way, I had um, been traveling and singing with him many years ago when it was Danny, uh, Gloria, and Bill. And it was a great time to be with that wonderful family. So he remembered me and asked me to come, and I did, and that was like 20, 26 years ago. And it's been an exciting time. It's like uh, the Lord used Mr. Bill to put a lot of us back um, in the minds of people because people thought I had passed away or whatever. And so I was brought back to life and began traveling and it's just I don't know what to say it's just exciting to think that uh, at my age I am still asked to come and sing and I do I still travel full-time as often as as I'm asked to come and I don't ever want to retire or stop until my voice um, is not there anymore <laughs> that's well, it I, I think that's it I can attest to the fact that you're still in good voice. Oh, and well, I would, thank I'm, you. I'm glad you mentioned your, your age because I certainly wasn't going to bring that subject matter up. Oh, but. yeah. No, I'm excited <laughs> that God has let me live this long and still has me uh, traveling. So it's a good life. And it's good. Yes, he is. And, and one, of, one of the great honors in my, in my uh, ministry is that I've had the opportunity to meet and speak with people like you and in full transparency I should let our listeners know that uh, September 21st just last month uh, you and I were both present at the 19th annual Wimberley's Barbecue and Gospel Sing down in oh, I know. Uh, it's a wonderful Riverside opportunity for, yeah, for us to all get together seniors come from all over and we just have a good time don't we Yes, we do. Now, tell the folks I do not sing. <laughs> you don't? 
Well, I've never heard no. you. I thought your gift was being an MC. I never thought that you. Right. You that's what, that's what I, that's it. my contribution is to help is to help MC the event and because I and it is I, great. I Everybody not. cannot MC, but you do an incredible job. That's your gift. Oh, thank you, Miss Lily. That's sweet of you to say. Um, and the highlight is when you show up, of course, right? because everybody oh. knows you, everybody loves you. Um, you are you bring a little celebrity to the event, um, ah, yeah. and, and that's that's very nice. And one of the things that I really appreciate about about you is one of the things that you mentioned, and that is that you go to churches, you go to senior centers, you go to Yes. Huge auditoriums. You go everywhere to continue. Anywhere to the, the door is open. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yep. Yes, ma'am. And that's and and people should take advantage of that uh, uh, by going to your website and getting in touch with you. If if any uh, churches or or ministries or you know a public event, it it doesn't have to be. Uh, a church that that uh, gets a hold of Miss Lily. Um, yeah. Like I say, I know there's. Uh, you go to Glendora often. There's a senior center out there that you um, visit uh, on a continual basis. I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to. I see uh, you've got some dates in Las Vegas coming up. Now these aren't, you know, uh, the showrooms, the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> no casinos or anything. No, um, there is a, a, a seniors retreat, one day retreat. And if you know the name Morris Chapman, do you? I I have heard the name, but I'm not that okay. familiar. Well, he, he he wrote that incredible song that Sandy Patty uh, made famous, Bethlehem Morning. Oh he yes, he wrote many songs, and so he had he's minister music and and seniors director at a church, and he set that up for one day. So he's also going to have Leon Fatillo, which is, I mean, to be with those two guys, it's like a dream. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. Isn't that wonderful? And um, you mentioned your family ever so briefly, and you have, if I'm not mistaken, five sisters and a brother, correct? Yes, there's six girls and one boy. Three girls were born, then Paul, and then three more. Poor Paul. So he was, he, poor Paul. He was, uh, <laughs> he was treated royally, I assure you, by mother. And, <laughs> and his sister, he loves the fact that he was the only boy. He loves it. And and Paul is a little famous where he lives, isn't he? They call him the mayor of Northeast Portland. Yeah, he uh he has a, a business there. He's, he'll be um, 85, his birthday coming up in January. And he still uh, goes to the business every morning and from 9. He kind of opens up 9 o'clock, stays till noon, goes home, takes a nap, <laughs> and then comes back about 3 and then closes up. And he just has done so many things in the community. He's just, I don't, I can never meet anyone when I travel, and I just, uh, they say they're from Portland, and I say, oh, my brother lives there, Paul, and I say, oh, we know Paul. He's always in the news and in the newspaper, and so he's a great guy. Uh, now, you tend to do a lot of things. So what about the rest of the uh, siblings? What about your sisters? Have any of them uh, 
Then in the, well, a couple, uh, a couple. We we all sang when we were growing up as a group. Sure. And it was wonderful. Right. And then they all got married and broke that up. But I just continued. Two of them have gone to be with Jesus, and uh, and then I have the rest. We talk on the phone once a week, all four of us, and it's just so neat because we don't have to keep telling the same information to each one. So we just. I have a conference call once a week, and we're only about an hour and a half, and it's, it's a nice, nice deal. Uh, That's very. Thank God for family, um, I tell you. Yeah, I, I, you probably struck you odd that I would know who your brother was and and mention him because I've never been to Portland, but you know, I always. Uh, I, I know a little bit about you, and what I don't know, I, you can find on the internet. You know, so. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you, mentioned, you mentioned kind of tongue in cheek that you were a runaway bride. Uh, that you yeah. did not, you did not get married, even though you came close. You've been single all your life, all these years. All you my never, life, yes, yes, yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, if he wants to send me somebody, that's fine now. But I think, I think I'm probably kind of set in my ways, and so it would be difficult for me. But whatever his will is, I I just want what he wants. And of course, so. you mentioned you mentioned Mr. Bill Bill Gaither. Oh um, yes. A lot of people do know you, and and became aware or were reminded uh, about you in the Gaither videos and you became known as mm-hmm. I hate to use this handle but the hat lady oh the, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you how that happened when Mr. Bill called me and and I was thinking oh when I saw the first one because I was on the second one that was ever done when I saw the first one and I thought oh boy if he continues this this is going to be great it'll be around forever and so because time uh, change, fashions change, what what kind of hairdo would I like to, people to see 20 years from now? And I thought, oh, boy. And then I just thought, well, growing up in the black church, everybody's wear, wears hats all the time. Why don't I just wear a hat? And I did. And from then on, it was like, okay, you've got to have a hat. You've got to have a hat. So <laughs> that's how that came to be. Yeah, Vestal was known for her hanky, and you were known for. Ah. Her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what but a what wonderful a blessing. opportunity that got absolutely that all the people that you've met and sang with, and, and mm-hmm. just it, if you forget the rest of the the just looking at the Gaither videos, oh my goodness! Uh, like you say, that was such a great project that he started, and and the concerts mm. and. Uh, you and I were at a concert in Ontario a few years back. Uh, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. You were invited up on stage. I was working behind <laughs> the scenes. There were a lot of us from uh, uh, WSGMA uh, and and the yeah. uh, Wimberley, you know, that network of people uh, that oh, were yeah. kind of volunteering and working at that uh, particular uh-huh. concert. And that was a, that was a great, experience to be well, I, I met Bill Gaither backstage all right got us got a picture to prove it no we no we what? were about we were about 15 feet away from each other he was going somewhere quickly and I was <laughs> uh, 
looking for where I was supposed to be, and I just uh -huh. said, hello, Mr. Gaither, and he waved back, hello, and that was it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, God certainly used him to make those songs available to the world. I get emails almost every day from somebody in some part of the world saying they saw a video and they like this song that I sang or whatever. So they're everywhere. It's wonderful. Songs that we grew up yeah. with that we don't get to hear a lot anymore because the styles have changed. But we've got the Gaither Homecoming videos to bring us home. <laughs> now, you uh, recently, weren't you, did you go back uh, and I don't know where they taped it, but they had a Gaither vocal band reunion. Did you go back for that? No, I didn't. Taping? I don't know what okay. I was doing. Well, you weren't in the Gaither vocal band because the GVB has always been all men, but um, they did have a, a reunion, and there were, you know, some some other people there that had been in videos but weren't necessarily on stage, and I didn't know if that was something you had gone back. Oh. I know Mark Lowry went for it, even though he's taken oh, yeah. this year off. And Gordon yeah. Moat was, was playing the piano on stage for sure. it. Sure. What of a pianist. Gordon's, oh, my gosh. And a singer in his own right. And a songwriter oh, yes. and everything. Absolutely. And he's produced the last two albums for the Gaither vocal band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gordon Hamm. And, of course, I I got to tell you hello for him because uh, <laughs> he had been on our previous interview. You were mm -hmm. a little surprised that I had... I had spoken with him, uh, but that he's he's a great guy. He is absolutely a great guy. I uh, one of the things. What a gift! Uh, oh, and when he was three years old, he played piano with both hands. You know the story. So, but you went mentioning mentioning hats again. <clears throat> there's a picture of you on your website when you were with him. Oh, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yes. But going back to the hats, you were probably five or six years old in that picture. Oh, seven, yeah. yeah. Oh, you when were seven, okay. People ask me how I, how I got started, and I say, because my mom put a hat on me when I was seven. Because <laughs> 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 oh, everybody has to wear a hat to church, especially on Easter. That's, that's the big thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So oh happy before. day. Your, that song, Oh Happy Day, uh, you mentioned it was number one on the charts, uh, on the gospel charts. But that was a crossover. No, too, secular. It? it was a crossover. It was number one right. on the Billboard charts. Okay, so it, it hit number one on several uh, different markets. Well, I know Billboard. That was May of 1969, so it's been 50 years. 50 years. And how long did you sing with the Edwin Hawkins singers? And are is that still around in any iteration? Is there a group or, at all anymore or no? Well, they call themselves a, a Hawk because, you know, Edwin passed away last year. And we were able right, to sing at his that. service. And um, the his sister, Lynette, is an incredible singer. So I think they call themselves the Hawkins family or something. So a group of okay. cousins have gotten together. Yeah. And I mentioned in the intro that you were a Dove Award winner well, in, your, in your own right. 
for one of your albums. What a surprise. Tell the folks, tell the folks about that and your co-producer, the the album, the name, and so forth, so that they can oh. they can look it up and they can – and is it available, like, um, on your website? Oh, yeah. His name okay. is Wayne Hahn. I asked some friends who I should get to do my next project, and they said he was very, very talented. He was so kind, and he worked with me, and we just had a great – I went to Nashville and stayed a couple of weeks, and it was so uh, awesome how it came out. And he says, you know, you're – I think you're going to be nominated for a dev, and I'm just laughing because I've been singing <laughs> all these years and nothing. I did get nominated when, when the uh, the Gaithers. Uh, I was sitting at the telephone company one day. Supervisor says, "There's someone named Bill Gaithers on the phone. Do you want to talk to him?" And now that's like saying the president of the United States is on the phone. Do you want to talk to him? <laughs> right. So I went over right. there, and he said, "Someone sent me your first." Um, CD, not CD, first record. And um, Gloria and I are starting a record company in Nashville, and we'd like you to be one of our artists. So that was the beginning, and my next one was um, a, a good one. I did uh, songs that just were powerful. And I got a nomination for that, but I didn't win. So when Wayne told me that you know, you could win. No. So here's the funny thing. I wanted to wear a special thing in my hair, not a hat, but some kind of flowers. And the only thing to match the outfit was red poinsettias. Now, this is in July, when they, uh, June, when they have that, or April, something like that. And I thought, oh, I can't. Well, I'm not going to be close to anybody anyhow, so I'll just go ahead and wear them. So I wore the poinsettias in my hair. And when they showed the five finalists and said the winner is Lily Knowles, the first thing I thought about was I'm going to go up there in July or whatever the month was, April, I think, with poinsettias in my hair. (laughs) 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 They're going to think I'm crazy. So I went up there, and it was just such an honor. I just was so surprised, never thinking that that would happen. But it was God, obviously. So. I'm thankful to him for all of the blessings that he has bestowed on me these 43 well, he, years now of full-time ministry. That's that's wonderful. You, uh, you're in the Gospel Music Hall of Fame as well, are you not? Yeah. Yes, because... And, um, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Go, you. Oh, well... They said the Edwin Hawkins Singers were going to be inducted in, and Edwin could not be there. He was in Europe. And so um, I was able to go and accept on his behalf. I loved it when that that voiceover says, and accepting the award tonight for Edwin Hawkins is an original member, Miss Lily Knowles. I get to walk up to the stage and take it. And I said a little fun. I read what Edwin, what Edwin had written, so I read that and just told a little bit about being a part of the group. So I've had some exciting times in my life, and I owe them all to God. God be the glory. Yep. And there's many, many more to come. Many more. To oh, come, thank sure. you, thank you. 
<laughs> well, Miss Lily, I ask the uh, uh, same question of every guest as we get towards the end of, of our time. And so I'm going to ask you, if uh, someone were to get a text from you, and for whatever reason, they weren't sure that it was actually you, as a matter of fact, they, they think that maybe somebody has gotten a hold of your phone. What question could they ask you that would satisfy someone in your answer that it indeed was you texting back to them? What question could they ask me? What question could they ask you that would... And then do I give uh, you the answer today? <laughs> I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah. understanding. The, I give you the question yeah. and the answer. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ask me what was the name of my first pet? And the answer would be none, N-O-N-E, because my mom would not let us have a pet. I did not grow up with any kind of a pet. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, do you not have any pets now? Either? Oh, no. I... I First thing I do when I'm going to go to somebody's house is I ask, do they have any pets? So I'm not surprised at the door when the dog runs and jumps on you and all that. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but I don't like pets of any kind. Isn't that something? I know something? I'm weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so you've never had any pets? Never had a pet. Never had a pet. So the answer is none. Wow. Would you, would you go back to Hawaii for any length of time, or are you, I know you would I? to California. I go back every year for like three weeks to a month. I know for vacation, but I'd be moved back there for any stretch. Oh, not, probably absolutely. not. Kind of, if I, no, if oh. I was not singing, I uh-huh. would move back there. I would want to move back there, whatever God says. But singing, I can't, because you have to fly five, five hours just to get, to LA to start your trip, and it's too much. Right, right. But if I wasn't well, singing, this... I'd love to be there. <laughs> well, what? you're always going to be singing, I think. Mm-hmm. There, one more thing I wanted to mention to you. This is yeah. not so much a question, but <clears throat> I wanted to let you know that there's one song that you sing. Yeah, you sing tons of songs, of course, uh, and and all of them are beautiful because they're only interpreted the way you can you can do them but the one song that for me that you do that is the most impactful and it probably has to do with my age more than anything else is uh his eyes on the sparrow when when you do that song it puts me in mind uh and you usually do it kind of the traditional way and then you kind of move to an upbeat then i make uh, it black (laughs) (laughs) well i kind of remember it being that way uh, because sometimes when i go to to a church and it's a very um conservative church then i just sing the first part and cut it off but most churches (laughs) want me to go 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 with it and i do the whole thing oh i think that's the beauty of the way you you do it but it puts me in mind of Ethel Waters at the beginning, you know, yeah. and to me, that you was tell always me her that. song. I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't ever think of anybody else doing it until I heard you do it live, and I thought, oh, oh there we go. 
There we go. Everywhere I go, when I sing it, people come up to the table and sing. Oh, I remember at the water singing it. Well, everyone of a certain age that comes up to the table remembers that water. (laughs) Because I don't remember when she passed, but I think it was in the 70s. Uh, I think probably about the time I graduated from high school, which was 77. I I don't know, but I, re, I, I don't remember her being around after that. So I'm thinking that that's probably uh, about the time period that she that she went to be with the Lord. Well, but oh, what a what a beautiful if, lady! What a and that song was you, absolutely identified with her, of course. But again, I just I've never heard when did Ethel Waters die? And I'm and it's coming up right now. She died September one, nineteen seventy seven. I hit it on the nail. And how about that? Yeah. <laughs> That's just she a coincidence, Chats, though, because... She lives in Chatsworth, California. Oh, she was close by, although, at that time. Yeah, we could have gone and seen her. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, she was... Interesting. Uh, like I say, I, Look at the... When you think about it, she was born October 1896 in Pennsylvania. Oh. Oh my goodness! Eighteen ninety-six is when she was. I know, wow. not even the nineteenth century. Mm. Isn't that something? Mm. She was a beautiful lady. She had such a yeah. such a voice. She, you know, of course, her appearance in movies and things like that, and and, uh, and then on the Billy Graham just, circuit. Though. Oh yes, the Crusades. Yes, and she That's would sing right. that song. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. yeah she, that was that was kind of her song. So I I it was just such a pleasure to the first time I saw you do it live and and was aware that oh, you know you. that you were singing it because you do it justice and and uh, I like when you go upbeat. I think that's you know <laughs> like you say that that's the way it was done. You know. Yeah. Well, I um. If anybody's listening and they want me to come and sing, I just would love that. Just MissLily.com and give me a call. That would be wonderful. Absolutely. And and I'm um, these interviews, uh, this series is on rusoc.org um, or .com for that matter uh, web, website. You can get to them uh, through there. Uh, they're also already up on um, Apple Podcasts, which is what iTunes is called now, and Spotify and Google Play, all the major platforms have oh. uh, people have access to it. And it, all they have to do is look for USCOC on air, and all of the interviews are up there. And there's more great ones to come. But this is a, this is oh. one of my favorites because you're one of my favorites, Miss Lily, because <laughs> I know you oh, and I get to see you. you. I'm I'm blessed by you know the fact that we have uh, an acquaintanceship and and yes. a friendship and thank you so much for coming on and and doing thanks for having this. me I, wonderful I appreciate it so much <laughs> all right so bless you until next thank you until next time yeah. this is Chaplain Alex Brandon wishing you every blessing. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.